Hola, says the gringo. Welcome to the Cantori Show. It's great to be with you here. My name's Chris. And uh, today, sitting down, actually came over. We spent some time on the patio. Uh, Steve Garcia, who's an amazing human. Talk about a force and a hustler. He's got a bar, a brewery, and a podcast. And all three are awesome. And I look forward to introducing you to Steve talking about his podcast, Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican, his bar, his brewery, and uh, he's got a lot to say and a lot to learn from this guy. He's doing it right. Before we get to that, I do want to thank our sponsors. Oh, one quick thing. Actually, let me thank the sponsors first, and then I'll share the story about Steve uh, bringing over these hard seltzers and it causing a tiff uh, between the wife and I. <laughs> Thank you to March and Ash, marchandash.com, San Diego's premier cannabis dispensary. I believe on their way to the South Bay in 2021, but right now uh, you can find them in Mission Valley, out in Vista, Imperial, coming to City Heights next month. Uh, they're online, marchandash.com, where you can do the curbside pickup or delivery, and they've got an app, which is just crazy. I can't believe... In this day and age, you can go to the Apple Store and download an app to purchase weed. My uh, my 15-year-old self would never believe it. But uh, marchandash.com, be sure to grab the app. I also want to thank uh, Baja Bound, Mexican Auto Insurance. If you're looking for a policy, hook it up. A lot of homies doing business in Baja. They've also taken up residence in, in Baja especially with the cost of living here in San Diego. I've got a lot of friends doing the commute. And if you need to uh, ensure your personal belongings, BajaBound.com. One-stop shop. You can print a policy in a matter of seconds. And they're just great humans. Fantastic operation. BajaBound.com. So when Steve comes over, he brings some beer and some hard seltzers. And I love pog juice from all my years of going to Hawaii, even though I haven't been in, seems like, decades. I used to love drinking pog, which is passion fruit, orange, guava. It's this drink that is so sugary and so awesome. And Steve comes over with these pog hard seltzers. And I drank one that night, loved it and was saving the other three for a special occasion. Or, in, in this case, I was stressed out over the election and wanted to throw a couple back. I go to the fridge. They're all gone. My wife slammed all three, <laughs> and we end up getting into a tiff, a total fight over it. And I'm like, are you kidding? To the point where she's she wanted to go down to the uh, to Clems here locally and see if she could buy some. I wasn't sure if they were going to have it. Uh, it was just a whole thing, and it was all over uh, Steve's hard seltzers. I highly recommend them, even though you might get into a fight with your wife over them. I also want to remind you, we've got a show up on Patreon uh, with my old radio partner, Merrill. It's called Unmanageable, and uh, patreon.com forward slash unmanageable. If you'd like to become a patron or join us in detention, <laughs> we highly recommend it. And I believe Emo Brown is also on Patreon. I got I to gotta remember to sign up and become a patron of the Emo Brown podcast as we catch up now with Steve in the backyard with his fight-inducing hard seltzers. 
Mr. Gantori, my name is Steve Garcia. I'm from the South Bay, born and raised, live in Chula Vista. I operate a couple of businesses down in the hood. Yeah. Uh, Three Punk Ales down in Chula Vista on 3rd Avenue. The Alwood down on Broadway, a little bit southern, more part of Chula Vista, but it's all the same. Wait, my dad's here? I heard Mr. Cantori. Senor Cantori. Hey, wait, man, wait, you hey, know what? Hey. I don't care how old you are, how old I am. My parents hear me do a little lack of respect in the way I, 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 I refer to you. Uh, I'm, I'm getting one to the ass. Chancla. Well, I uh, I don't know what that means, but I'll say <laughs> I'll say this much: I respect you tremendously. Thank you, man. And uh, what you're doing in the community, in the world of podcasting, uh, in the world of beer, you have so much going on. You are you are just. We had a brief conversation. Got a helicopter flying overhead. The ghetto bird on the back patio, and uh, we talked briefly on the phone. And you told me your schedule, and my mind was blown. Talk to me about your day-to-day. It's a busy schedule, but I mean, that's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It, it, it allows me to get things done. Sure. Um, mornings are early, start around 2, 2.30, and I go to UPS. Everyone's like, well, why do you still work at UPS? And I'm like, bro, because I have three kids. You know, I'm, I'm Mexican. We like to have big families. <laughs> so I have three kids, you know, wifey, and uh, been married for 15 years. But UPS, man, it's, it, it's, it's the one constant that'll always be there whether it's just uh insurance or benefits provided to my family I, I cannot turn my back on ups it's been providing so it's like ups 2 30 in the morning about 10 jump on over to one of the establishments on a, a bar down in chilvisa called the elwood and you know daily pop in there handle so inventory. what's the story with the elwood that's that's your bar yeah that's our bar i have a partner okay. who owns the manhattan chilvisa him myself and i matt we thought it'd be smart to buy a bar you know and Fortunately, knock on wood, it's been going well. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's a hood dive bar. It's 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 local, local. Yeah, my favorite spot, dude. It's super local. So and I was heartbreaking when we lost Bar Pink. Bar Pink here. Man. Oh my god, that, that, was, that was your spot, huh? Yeah, it's uh, my local local there and the Ken Club around the, the corner. The Ken Club around, yeah, that's around the way as well. You got a couple good spots yeah, out here, bro. Adams Avenue. Yeah. There's a spots in City Heights. We're yeah. good. But uh, when did you open up? We opened that bar. We purchased it in 2018, okay. April April 1st. So once upon a time, it was called the Lion's Den. It was run down little spot on third um, on Broadway, but on, on, it came up for sale, and we just said, you know what? Let's handle it. Let's see what it's about. Sure. And like I said, he owns a, a well-run bar named the Manhattan. I own another uh, the brewery at Three Punk, and we just said, let's join forces and see what we can do. It's been okay. You know, yeah. it's been awesome. Surviving through the pandemic. Pandemic's been a bitch, bro. Of I'm not course. even going to lie to you. But it, it, it's it's one of those things that uh, you got to keep moving. If you don't keep moving and adjust, you're going to fall to the wayside. No gotta doubt. Know. We learned how to dance these last eight months. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> in so many ways. Moves I never thought yeah, I had. Yeah, man. I'm flexible. Like, Holy shit. I'm this, flexible. <laughs> this white guy's got some rhythm. <laughs> I had no clue I had so many moves. That being said, though, how has the, the pandemic, has it sidelined the business? Are you able to operate and stay solvent when it comes to the bar? The, the Alwood is a different case. That one, we were forced to close down for about two to three months. Call it three months. Brutal. Um, and yeah, shit. Brutal only for the staff. That That's what we felt bad for. So we did everything in our power to like pivot and make sure we can make it happen. So we bought a hot dog machine, started making gourmet hot dogs in the heart of Chula Vista, you know, that's at awesome, the Alwood. So um, once we were able to check all the boxes and, and, and we were allowed to operate again, yeah, we came back and it's full force. Damn. That's the good thing about like dive bars and community drive uh, dive bars or any community driven business is that you do good by them. They're going to show your support, man. And as Hell soon yeah. as you're able to open up and, and operate again, 
they they were there. So we're very fortunate that people get our back. You know, yeah, it's like Ponce is around the corner. Oh man, they're an establishment, bro. Yeah, they, you know, it's like they're, they're a force. So. I look out for them like they're family. They have, unfortunately, they have a lot of people that look out for them. You yeah, know, they have a lot right. of people. People in our hood and our community. They, they, there's a young man that I work with on the podcast. His name is Chicle, little community activist, and he's always in my ear about Ponce's, like how he does work for them, and that's run by awesome people. Yeah. and it's true, man. Everybody so, I've come across through Ponce's is top notch. But I see that with your organization as well. Just you know, looking from afar. Mm. So let, let's uh, let's backtrack to the brewery. When did you start Three Punks? Three, three Punk Ales, uh, birth in 2015 in Ramon. No, Ramon, what? Are, uh, Santee, better than Santee. And it was uh, just a project of three friends, you know, soccer, punk rock music, and beer were the three components that we pretty much shared in common. Uh, and we kept it going, you know, and we were in bands growing up. And eventually our roads led back to home, which was Chula Vista and on Third Avenue. And I live three blocks from Third Avenue, man. So it started in Santee. Started in Santee. And, and then you rooted. Rooted back home. Back home. Yeah. A uh, like brewery it. by the name of Butcher's Brewing gave us an opportunity to um, work with them, brew on their facility, uh, produce everything we need. Kind of we we made our mark. We, 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 we learned the, 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 the trade game and. Fortunately, man, not a lot of people get that opportunity, but fortunately we did. Yeah. And it helped us to make that jump back home and operate our own business. And you cut in hard, too, at a time where people were saying, ah, the, the oh, industry is done, bro, it's if ballooned. I, if I had a dollar for every brewery right? that told us not to open in Chula Vista, I, I was like, it. bro, why are you going to Chula Vista? Go to North Park. Go to no North way. County. Stay in East County. I was like, why? It's like, yeah. I want to open in Chula Vista because that's where I'm from. I want to keep the people in Chula Vista in Chula Vista. Yeah. It's like we're used to going, grabbing a, a lift and going to North Park, you know, going to North County, going wherever the beer was. It's like, why can't we have the beer here? No question. You know, where we're from. And no. make it a destination at the and same time. We're slowly time. working on that, bro. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's I a long come process. Down. Yeah. It is a long process. Um, and and then and it was just weird having that conversation over and over. Black people, Mexican people, Asians, you guys don't drink craft beer. This is and I was like, Playboy, you don't know <laughs> South Bay. I mean, South Bay is a, it's an eclectic melting pot of different cultures, bro. I went to uh, Bonita Vista High School oh, in you the did? late yeah, in the late nineties okay. and I mean, we were voted like most diverse high school in the country. Yeah. And I mean Looking back and, and and remembering, I was like, bro, there was a little bit of everything. That's there was beautiful. a little, and I was like, this is awesome. Down That's, there in South Bay, you're all South Bay. We yeah. all eat burritos. We all drink Mexican lagers. We all hang out, man. Yeah. You know, it's like there's no, well, I'm Mexican. Well, I'm white. And it's like, you're from the South Bay. It's like, ah, oh, you're from the South Bay. Welcome. You know, it's very, it's a weird way to put it, but it, it, we live in a bubble down there, bro. You know? It's like, true. Not too much affects us. <laughs> it's true, but you're on the radar more now yeah. than ever. Yeah, we've always been a sleeping giant. Um kind of over over he's overlooked oh Chulawana, you guys are practically mexico right. and it's nasty like you know, city and nasty. all that garbage and then, and then in san isidro and ib paradise hills my mother-in-law by the way lives in ib i, you, I know you dropped that on me look at you 20 years uh, man. I've been going down how often you serve down there not enough yeah and you're probably doing the right not thing enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably doing but the you're right, right. Thing. i'm staying away from the brown <laughs> trout so yeah bro i mean chula vista has been you know i feel like overlooked but now it's like it, it's we're forcing people's hand to what's going on in Chula Vista. What's going on in National City? You know, like there's an awesome agree. scene, Machete, you know, and then Chula Vista. So there's just awesome food, breweries, beer bars. Music, It's art. all happening, you know, and I'm happy to be involved in it. 
just the to be art a small is part. just the art alone that that's been emerging and coming out of the South Bay. Yeah, man. I've always been a fan, and my friends have made fun of me because obviously I'm such a gringo. I'm like <laughs> I love Mexican art, but uh-huh. it's true. I love Mexican art. There's, it, there's a lot of great tattooers, man. A lot of great tattooers, shit. a lot of great artists that come out of the South Bay. I mean, yeah. I roll with one every two weeks. Uh, Pops Tattoo Shop. Yeah, uh, Splurgio. Splurgio. So, yeah, he was on the podcast a, a couple days ago, and we were just going over just how. When you're real with things, you don't really have to go out of your way to build a niche. You know, yeah. it's like you're just the spotlight is now on you. It's your turn. But it's we're just doing the same thing we've always been doing. Yeah. You know, like he's been doing the same thing he's always been doing. But it's cool though, because you're leading and defining you're leading a new generation and, and a lot of people behind you are gonna profit based on what you were establishing right now. You think of it that way ever? Like Dude, I think, think of, about the generations behind you, man. We're then that kind of leads to like to to the podcast because that was born from the pandemic. You know, I mean, it's been up and when running. When did for, you start it? It, it? Like a year and a half ago, okay. I want to say like the the fourth quarter of twenty eighteen. Oh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So about a year and a half, and um, yeah, it was birthed from nonsense, bro. Like it was nothing. It was just like, oh, where's the best part to eat a burrito? Right. Oh, where do you eat this? Oh, and then like you know, taking fart jokes. You know, of and, course. And then it just kind of like the pandemic hit. And I just started talking to more people from the South Bay. Like, I had the mayor on. We have city officials on. It's amazing. Uh, you know, like the uh, Sergeant Chulvis Police Department, uh, fire chiefs, and just, like, prominent leaders of our community. And then we just kind of all looked at each other like, bro, this is taking on a whole yeah, stay new there. thing. You know, it's like it's taking on a whole new persona. And we're all dads. Everyone involved in the group, like, we're, we're all dads. We're all, like, either involved in the community as it relates to business or um, working in city government. So when you say the group, who's mm-hmm. the group? The group is, is it's a big group now. It, 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 it consists of teachers. It consists of business owners, uh, some of my best friends. Emo Brown was birthed by me and one of my good friends, Glasses. Um, he's a hardcore jujitsu guy. Always sad. We Always aguitado, which in Spanish means always butthurt, pretty much loosely translated. <laughs> he got his brown belt in jujitsu. <laughs> And it's <laughs> amazing. And and he got his brown belts, and we were just rolling in his car, and I was like, "Damn, dude, you just got a brown belt. Like, if anything's gonna make you happy, like this should stoke you." And but he's like, "Ah, oh, it's for and then no." And I was like, "Damn, emo brown." Emo and then we just kind of looked at each other, and it kind of clicked. Like, yeah, the saddest Mexican. So yeah, it, it birthed from there, and yeah, man. I mean, now it it's. We're starting an Emo Brown Foundation, Kentori. That's we're, insane. Yeah, bro. It's like we're, oh, we're, that makes me so we're starting happy a foundation. We're uh, beginning next year when everything kind of normalizes and, and students are back in school. We're going to offer up like three scholarships. and Because like I said, man, we have a lot of educators in our group. There's, there's a lot of the teachers, uh, union leaders as it relates to representing the teachers. So it's when awesome. you say group, are these people responsible for the production of the podcast mm-hmm. or are you referring to this group as your network? It's just a network now. Network. The Emo Brown okay. Network, man. Because the podcast is now, it's it's, it's me and, and a few friends. There's Chicle, there's Caesar, you know, there's El Profe. And these are all names, if you listen to the podcast, like you you feel like you know them. Right. That's one of the, the cool things that we've created. It's like people talk to us now, it's like, it feel like I know you guys just by listening to your podcast. Good. And it's awesome. You know, but the network is huge. We have bike rides on Sunday, bro. Like yep. bike rides started with just like two or three guys. Now we have upwards of twenty people that join us every Sunday. They meet at seven in the morning at the brewery, and we dip. We go to Barrio. We we, we go to we're going to OB this weekend. We just ride, and That's it's insane. like you know, and it's just something to break from the norm, bro. There's just too much negativity going on. There's a, there's a lot of nonsense in the air that we just want to like you know do something fun. And like I said, we're all parents. We're all yeah. dads, so it's like we want to make sure that 
we leave a little legacy for them. Exactly. You know, That's how like, I pick see up it. And go. And you'll have businesses established to pass on to the We're next trying, man. generation. It's, it's a hard time to do anything productive, but you just got to kind of force it. Yeah, talk to me more about the brewery then. Ah, so the brewery, bro. Um, Three Punk Ales, Chula Vista, downtown. Uh, it's a crazy scene. Obviously, there's a lot of breweries in San Diego. Right. Obviously, there's a pandemic in San Diego. Not all of these breweries are going to make it out. Um, what separates us, I feel, is that community reach, that community give back. You know, we're, we're legitimately in the heart of Chula Vista. We're in South Bay. So the, how are you guys doing business? Do you have people, can you have people come to the we brewery? We are at this point now. Man, it's been so much. It's been a maze. It's right. been a maze to get to where we are now, and I'm sure it's not over yet. Initially, it was shut down production, only open for pickup to go. Right. Nobody can come in. We got to close up the facade and just set up growler, growler fills, cans, four packs, uh, crawlers. Everything was to go. Gnarly. That lasted for like a month, two months, and we were okay with it. You know, okay. it's like we started doing four pack deliveries, um, got our delivery van and started just whoosh, everywhere in San Diego where people would call us, we would set up deliveries. People call into that, then we opened. They were allowed to get us people inside as so long as we have a food component. That helped us even more. I mean, and we've just been evolving with whatever's thrown our way. I Good. mean, there's, there's two ways to look at it, bro. You can just sit back and kind of wait for everything to settle down, or you can just kind of flow with it and be like, you know what? This is the only thing that's going to be constant moving forward is change. Yep. Don't get too used to this is the way things are now. No, bro, we don't know. We're, we don't know how far along this pandemic, yeah. this shutdown, or anything we're in. So it's like, let's just keep liquid form. Man. I we can't keep look moving. back. Are you like me? I can't look back. What are we going to gain? Can't we, look back. You know, it's like everyone's like, oh, once things get back to normal, it's like, bro, there's nope. no guarantee that things are going to be back to I normal. Know. You know, and, and I hate saying, oh, this is the new normal, but it's like, there's no guarantee that things go back. Exactly. Today's the reality, yeah. and it's how are you yeah. getting through I should, today? I got three kids at home that are doing distance learning with wifey, and I'm out in the streets just trying to, like, you know, hustle. do as much as I can and hustle. It's like, yep. this is it. That's like, this it. is it. There I, is no office. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can relate to that. So what did you bring down today? I've I got... brought you a couple of beers. Yeah. I don't know what you enjoy, so I brought you one of our seltzers. All of it. <laughs> we started making seltzers, uh, summertime seltzers. Uh, this one's called the Pog. It's a passion fruit, orange, and guava. Big seller, man. People, oh, my wife's going to freak people out. People in the South Bay love seltzers. Everybody loves seltzers, you know? Everyone hates, loves to hate them. You're but right. as soon as you taste them, you're like, you know what? This is puts a smile on your face. All of my toughest dude friends, you know, like the real bro dogs uh, from back uh, they'll always be like i had one of those lady seltzers lady seltzers and man. actually liked it bunch of regulars coming into the brewery of like course. i don't know why you're making these seltzers i'm not gonna drink them oh man i'll go into the brewery today and i assure you all these regulars are sipping on a sandia seltzer yeah, or buddy. a pog seltzer that's what they do so this is the pog seltzer this is the pog which one is it's perfect. tasty mix a little vodka in it whatever 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 floats your boat Cantori. tremendous oh i'm down then it, i brought you one of our new uh, newer releases it's it's uh, hops on a plate it's a uh, hazy hazy pale ale not overwhelming about five and a half percent all the haze all the juice all the fruity flavors um in homage to my favorite band of all time mill and Colin, a swedish punk band and uh, yes yeah bro and i mean I mean, like I said, oh, we I haven't were, heard that name in a <laughs> long time. We were in a punk band growing up, and we were on Warp Tour. We got to meet those guys, and you know, ever since then, it's just left a mark on me. And uh, I've been super fan. And anytime they're in San Diego, I'm, I'm always out. I, wifey and I head out and watch Millie Collin play. It's insane. Yeah, and I love the artwork. Yeah, Tell it's me a, about it's a, your it's artwork. It's not on fucking on a Life on a Plate, bro. It's on. The, well, who does all your artwork? Just in general. At this point, we have the one, the only Chicle. Chicle is a local artist uh, based out of Paradise Hills. Owns a shop in Barrio Logan called La Olondrina. Okay. You know, highly respected artist. He's taken the reins as it relates to all things labels, 
uh, any brewery artwork, any new merch that we have going on. Does he do all the Ponce shirts? You, you know, know what? I know he's had a hand in that and a lot of work right. for sure. Yeah, How cool. And I love a, his he's, stuff. He's a big guy. You know, he's my guy now. I and mean, we we do the podcast together. We do the cycle rides together. We we you know we, we're going to join ventures and do a couple of things moving forward. So it's like it, it's sometimes you just meet those people that you fit with. Of course, you know. And fortunately, he's one of those dudes that does. So tell me about your music background. I'd love to hear more about that. The music background, man. It was once upon a time. It was like me. This is what I was all about. I mean, I was 16. Um, Would you my, play? I played drums initially. Okay. Drums initially. And I was 16 in middle school, got signed to a record label. We thought we were all everything. Made you know, it. we were ready. Then obviously, no, that label dropped us. And then we started a new band. I was in a band called uh, Three Piece Scandal here in Chula Vista. And yeah, man, we, we, went, we went everywhere. Built up a little bit of a name, a little bit of a following, got invited to Warp Tour for a couple of years, did that. And for me, that was it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that was, Money that, didn't even that was the then. pinnacle. Yeah, no. And, and and unfortunately, I turned 25 and I came to that crossroad. was like, bro, either we're all in on this or we're not. Yeah. You know, and if we're not, I got I to gotta find a way to work and shit. start a career or do something else. But it was fun, man. I mean, we flirted with drive through records. We were on. We were at the Warp Tour. We got to the point where we got to a battle of the bands, and we made it to the final. And it was uh, what was it? It was Green Day and the Living End, and we got to like open up on those side stages for them. That's and amazing. It was, and it was a band from San Diego and, and Switchfoot. Switchfoot. And we lost a Switchfoot, bro. <laughs> we lost a Switchfoot, and, and for me, that was the nail in the coffin. I said, if we would have won, that would have been cool, but we lost. And the Switchfoot, you know, yeah. So Switchfoot went on and you know achieved all their their dreams and glory and all things musically related. And you know, I started canning beer, that's, selling beer. That's funny. <laughs> what was your initial uh, introduction into the beer industry? The beer industry, um, 1998, the World Cup. Uh, the French. It was held in France. I was. 18 and we just couldn't get stuff we couldn't get beer obviously we all have that one liquor store growing up that you can go and get it but for some reason we weren't allowed to get it that time so we started making our own beer me and my partner john and we just started home brewing and from there it kind of became something we enjoyed doing and took time out people went to school people started careers rallied back and we're like hey bro we're still making beers like yeah Let's do this. Let's take it to the next level. So we've been part of this, just kind of like watching Stone and Coronado Brewing, like since yeah. the late nineties, bro. Same. Carl Strauss. Now all the, all the old dogs are all people that I like. I hang with or I know, like Segura, yeah. you know. And it's 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 like this is awesome. Like all the people that uh that I, I grew up drinking their beer are now kind of like chiming in and saying, do it like this, do that. So all these dudes are mentors. They're all from the South Bay. Yeah. They're all San Diego beer legends. Yeah, Paul went to uh, Castle Park. Paul was at Castle Park, bro. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, we're fortunate. Things have always just kind of lined up, you know, and, and knock on wood, just keep grinding, keep your head down and hopefully things keep going the right way. I'll tell you, man, you're an inspiration and that's why I wanted to have you on. And I don't say that loosely. Because that gets thrown around a lot, you know, like the word legend, inspiration. Because I brought you beer about that. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I haven't had one sip yet. <laughs> and uh, no, long before, just um, watching how you're moving with your brand and your podcast, you know, I'm always watching other people and checking out what other people are doing. And you do it right. And it, it, the hustle you have, the way you communicate with your community, there are major, major media companies that could learn so much from you. 
It's not even funny. It, I mean, it's ignorance, bro. Legitimately, it's, I mean, we're not from this industry. That's you what's know? beautiful. We don't, we don't about know it. what the do's, what the don'ts, what 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 makes us cool, what gets us in the in crowd. It's like you know what? You're just doing. We're you. just doing it, and it's fun. Exactly. And, and people are reaching out to come on. Man, I was telling them friends like we have PR companies reaching out to get onto the podcast. Yes. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Just, because you're doing it I said, right. I said, there's no need to have your PR people if you guys want to come in. And it's like just cruise in. Like we'll we'll shoot the shit. We'll have a couple of drinks. We'll have fun. You yeah. Know? It, they're hitting you up because you're doing it right. And you've got all these players out there that are doing their TED Talks and their LinkedIn videos talking about authenticity and being real yeah. with your audience. And, and it's so phony and contrived. But you guys, you don't talk it. You just friggin' walk yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, in the bad pun. It's, it's not even hard to prep for this. There is no prep for this, Cantori. There is no like, oh, you know what? I'm sitting down with such and such. Let me do a little background. You know, like I just had the, everybody that I've had on either has a business um, or I went to school with. Like yeah. they're all people I know. Like I had the Barrio Dog Boys just a couple days ago yeah. from Barrio Logan and their story is awesome. We went to school together. They've always grilled hot dogs on their Baja trips and uh, fast forward 20 years, they said, you know what? Let's open a spot in Barrio Logan. So they did it, and now it's blowing up. You know, it's like uh, Justin Clifford, uh, Lipford. He's my homie. He has a company called Hood Heroes. He helps with uh, youth homelessness. He, him and his company just recently purchased a 40-plus uh, unit apartment complex in Escondido, and they're going to be housing youth homelessness and helping what? them helping them kind of springboard into the next chapter in their life, just giving them the essential tools needed to be on the right path. That's incredible. You know? So it's like these are the kind of dudes that I'm Rolling not with. seeking out. Yep. It's just coming to us, and it's like, all right, let's roll with it. What can we work together? What can we do? Well, it's the old adage: you get what you put out. Yeah, and we're putting, putting we're, we're trying to shit, put out positive shit, bro. And, and it comes we're back, yeah. and that's what I try to do. And it's that's hard. Why it's really hard. I don't know if you realize this is eight month eight of a pandemic, bro. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but it's like it's very easy to not be positive. It's it is very easy to get lost in the negative. And I have friends that you know that derail, and we we do our best, but everybody needs their space yep. and to figure this out on their own. And we need to support and lift each other. As much as we can. And not come down on each yeah. other. I had it recently, my buddy was on me about ghosting, and I'm like, dude, look at it differently. You know, it's like I'm I might need some time to get my mental health in order. Don't take it personally, dude. And that's something that I struggle with sometimes because I I wanna give people space. But when I feel like I'm not getting the space that I need, sometimes it really puts me on edge. We need that break, man. Dude. I mean, we're, so, we're, we're social creatures. We, we need that, but you need that little 15-minute, 30-minute, and now we're just like, you know no what? question. Some of the, the most like introspective time of my day is right when I get home and I don't go into the house immediately. Yep. I kind of turn the car off. I just kind of decompress. I'm like, mentally, what's going on today? What do I need to accomplish? What are the priorities? Boop, 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 boop. How am I a and, better person? Yeah, and then How just do I work handle on it. me? Dude, I have, I have to shed everything that I'm bringing into the home. Like I'm Right now, I've become more of like a positive thinker. And before I go step one foot in my house, yep. I got to make sure anything, any dramas that I'm bringing, I leave outside. Because that's my family, and they have nothing to do with any dramas going on at the businesses and the outside world. So true. You know, these are positive forces in my life that I have to cultivate, water, and make sure I keep positive. Yep. Man, if I'm rotten from the core, which means on in, on the family side, I'm useless. Yep. There's there's nothing I can provide. And they feel it. Yeah. They so, feel it. And wifey kids. had that one-on-one with me. It was like, you got to make sure that you realize that what's business is business and what's family is family. 
And now I'm learning. I'm 41 and I'm learning how to delegate it and prioritize my time and making sure what I touch is essential to me. Yeah. You know, it sounds selfish, but I mean, I got to work See, on me. See, that's, that's the thing. It's like you think it's selfish and you think it's ego, but it's like, no, you're doing this for your wife. You're doing yeah. this for your kids. Yeah. And you just said that because if you're, I love the expression you said, if you're rotten to the core, that, Useless, that, bro. that fruit's going to spoil mm. Your family, your your kids are going to eat from that fruit. Yeah, I've seen it before. Even when I'm at my most anxious or I'm feeling anxiety ridden, and if I bring that shit into the house, my daughter will say that night, oh, "I had a hard time falling asleep." I personalize that because I know that's the energy that that's I energy brought yeah. into the home that she carried with her and took into bed, yep. whether she knows it or not. And I know if I come in uplifting and optimistic and hopeful. It's a, it sets a whole different tone in the house. Kids are sponges, man. Oh. Energy sponges, anything sponge. I mean, energy. You, whatever you, they're a mirror. And my wife tells me, you got to be careful how, what you bring in, how you speak, what you do. Because these yeah. little kids, they look up to you. And any, and I have three little boys, man. Oh, you know, boy. three little boys. And they just. What are the ages? Eight, six, and three. Oh, eight, wow. So I have a third grader, a first grader, and a preschooler. All on laptops, all doing social distance learning. Yeah. And it's been a freaking hassle Bear, <laughs> now i've got a 14 year old right in there he was supposed to start patrick henry high uh -huh. school this year Jeez. and it just kills me that he's in his room in the dark punching on keyboards looking at a screen yeah man he should be flirting with girls doing his thing getting in trouble you know, doing it and thank you again for doing what you do we need more of you in the community and you're leading a leading the way leading mm -hmm. the charge you got nominated in the san diego reader that was weird that's podcast that was weird that was deserved not N weird deserved. that was weird man i mean think about it emo brown the saddest mexican it's the best what is that you know it's just like it's, it's just everything. it's all of us it's everything <laughs> and then so i got kids in the south bay or people in the south bay they go i'm white can I be Emo Brown the Saddest Mexican, bro? We're all Emo Brown the Saddest Thank Mexican, you. bro. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my questions. It's like we're all the Saddest Can Mexican, bro. I, I was going to ask if I could go on a bike ride with my two wives. Every Sunday, brother. Every Sunday. <laughs> And uh, thank you for the gifts. I don't Enjoy. take this stuff for granted, and I look forward to supporting and representing your brand in the Appreciate future. Appreciate you, brother. Back Appreciate at you. Appreciate you. The Cantori Show. Cantori Show.